Welcome back to the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our sponsor of the week is Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you need photos or video, they are the team to get the job done. No matter if you have photos for a wedding, special event, or, or professional headshot, they can help you with photos. And for wedding videography, commercials, or small video projects, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production is the team to get the job done. So think about reaching out to Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions for your next photo or video project. Our special guest this week is Leika Robbie. She is competing for Miss Virginia 2021 USA, and she's here to talk about financial literacy and all of the benefits of doing a pageant. And she's so excited to be a Indian American and doing her third pageant. And we just talk about what really benefits doing a pageant and how never doing a pageant and doing a pageant in her late 20s has really motivated and benefited her to be the success she is currently and how excited she is to win and to compete at Miss Virginia USA. And welcome to the show. Hey, Paul. How's it going? Ah, it's wonderful. I'm so excited for this Miss Universe uh, Sunday. So it's just exciting to have uh, a pageant interview along with uh, a watch along, which you're so exciting. You're going to be my guest uh, host uh, today on Clubhouse. So this is going to be exciting. I am so excited. Yeah. And it's great to see a Miss Universe competition right before I do a Miss USA state pageant. So well, it should give you good inspiration because it's a, it's a nice thing to see the pageant that you're actually going to compete in on a national stage. Um, and I, it's one of the things why I think it's so important for that pageant to be on national television. So I really hope that they can uh, reach that goal again because I think that uh, if it's not on a national stage and on public television like NBC, CBS, ABC – um, it really loses something. So I hope that, uh, it's on FYI with FYI, which you had told me, Rafi, that you, that, uh, you had you didn't heard of it. So like, that's, it's good that it's on television, but we gotta, we gotta get it back to national television. Uh, it's just my opinion on that. So totally. And you know what? Miss universe is having a change, I think, mm -hmm. in ownership and directorship. So, I hear exciting things are going to happen. Um, so hopefully. Well, did you hear that they're also talking about permanently moving the actual Miss U USA and Miss Universe dates as well? Did you hear that? No. Wow. So the rumor is that this is the permanent date for Miss Universe. It's going to be a spring pageant now. Oh, wow. And yeah. then, and then, then COVID, USA, but... USA is not going to be in the summer. It's going to be in, in like, this, the fall. Yeah. Wow. Um, I, I'm, I'm kind of torn. Why is that? Well, um, I like the idea of Miss Universe being in November. That's true. Okay. One from a raining from a TV perspective, November is a very, um, non-competitive sports season time. Now this particular month, May is a very non-competitive. Well, I take that back. It, it can be competitive depending on when they do it. Um, the NBA playoffs start next week and the hockey playoffs start this weekend, I think. So it all depends. Like we're talking about TV. TV is what 
you know, advertising budgets. And that's how this pageant is going to survive is you have to have TV ratings. So I'm just torn because November is like a really good month. There's not a lot of big things going on. You have national football, but that's Sunday. So, and it's usually Sunday daytime. It's not Sunday night because the Super Bowl is not until January. So, so. Wow. <laughs> You know what male viewers are i'm sure 50 percent of the i know and that's what i'm saying i know that's what i'm saying like um you have to grow the the women's side as well as the men's side so and that's what i think that they still have a benefit towards in this specific pageant state they still have uh swimsuit they still have evening gown the stuff that the guys would be naturally gravitated to because we're just that type of human being and Woman too. <laughs> right, right, right. But I, I mean, love beautiful women. I know, but you also have the you, ha- you also you also have the women that want to be you know things to be go in another direction. So it's I think it's a nice. I think there's a nice. Now you have two pageants. One is one progressive, and then you have one that is more like what a pageant. Traditional. W- is. Right. I don't. I, I, it's hard to say that USA is traditional, but I guess in retrospect it is because because the other one is totally ra- radical, you know, it's like it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I it's it's great that women have the choice to choose which pageant they want based on what they feel comfortable with and what their values are. But I love that USA still upholds the tradition, but I still think they're being progressive as well. If you see the contestants now and the winners now, um, they're trying to choose people who are kind of like challenging, like traditional beauty standards as well. Oh yeah. But also Rafi, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Because, um, the teen, they got rid of the bathing suit for teen. It's now, uh, fitness. So they, they have listened to their audience and they've really made an effort to not, um, to put women, you know, put women in their best light and not like glorify them like negatively. So I, I think, I think it's going to be a revolving topic, but it's really important in my perspective as a guy that we got to give women more opportunities because this is one thing that is a woman's 100% sold. Like this is your domain, you know, and it should really stay that way because you guys don't get as many opportunities you know, I mean, there are men, there are men, uh, pageants, but I would consider those like, um, body lifting or like, or, or lifting competitions. I think it's different, right? I, you don't have a man, he puts on a tuxedo and he walks down, walks down. Like it's not comparison, right? Or am I on the, I totally agree. And I think, you know, um, I think going back, you know, Women, I think, like to showcase um, their beauty and their uh, that. I mean, that's just how I think a lot of women are. You know, um, it's not even for men. We we love to showcase our beauty and our grace, and um, it makes us feel powerful to you know showcase our best foot forward in front of everyone. So it's great we have a platform to do that. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I'm definitely in favor of not taking that away from women. And like, you know, it's a shame. Like. I don't know what I think it's this country when I say USA, United States of America, that we seem to want to take rights away from you and specifically women. I don't know what it is because in other countries, they're giving more rights to it's like we're doing the opposite. Yeah. <sighs> uh, 
maybe be, you know, maybe we're taking it too to the extreme. Trying to rip away, you know, what it means to be feminine or woman. Um, like, it's great that we got to this point where women have equality and um, can do whatever men can do, but... Right. Uh, there's no need to strip away the essence of what it means to be a woman either. Just, just based on the competition thing. Like, um, like I think that if a woman wants to play baseball, it's right now, in my opinion, it feels like they're barred from it. Because if a woman wants to be a pitcher and she wants to play in baseball, she should have that right. But I don't know if they would, like a professional team would even give a woman a chance, which is so... And I don't know if you watch any professional softball. Some of those girls throw faster than than professional men. And, like, even though they're throwing a shorter distance, I don't know. I, I don't want to compete against a woman throwing underarm at 120 miles per hour. Like, it's pretty – and especially if they're doing, like, a slider or, or a dip or, like, or, or a change-up. Like, that, that sounds scary. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know much about baseball. But well, just imagine a ball going like this and this and this, like that. <laughs> it just sounds scary, right? That's so, true. Yeah. It's much, it's much easier if the ball goes straight, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, enough. now, in retrospect and fairness, um, I brought you on to talk about your experience. So let, let, let's, uh, let's really uh, break down your whole experience. So I always ask to my guests the, 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 the key question is, how did you get into pageantry? So did you do any sports or competition when it comes to like, were you a singer? Or were, were you in performing arts? And is that how you led to into pageantry? None of that. Um, my, I guess I got into pageantry two years ago, really, when I competed in Miss World America. Um, but I wanted to compete in a pageant since I was five years old. Um I grew up in India. I was born in India. India is a huge pageant state. So I grew up watching women like Aishwarya Rai and Priyanka Chopra win Miss World and Miss Universe back to back. And I was just so like in awe of them. They were my role models growing up. I remember I would like go on, you know, MissUniverse.com and look at all the contestants. But I would think, wow, I, um, I don't look like them. I'm not tall enough. I'm not a model. I'm told that, you know, even by my own parents, you know, that I don't have the skin color because in India back then, um, only people with, uh, who are a lighter skin won. now. And I kind of internalized that and I didn't go for it. Uh, I did ask, um, to do a pageant, but my parents were, um, one of the people who thought pageants objectified women. Right. Um, so I, wasn't allowed to do it. Back then, you know, Teen USA, like you said, had a bikini competition. So they didn't feel comfortable with their daughter going on stage. Now, understandable. That that makes sense, right? Like, yeah. I mean, like, it's very <laughs> weird to put your daughter in a very, like, provocative. They don't, it wasn't even a one suit. It was a two-piece bikini. That's kind of weird. So you, I, I'm with yeah. you. I'm with your parents on that. That's, that's kind of weird. But, it, but we didn't other pageants that didn't have that because right. we just know but um then um you know so I decided to go work on Wall Street instead <laughs> um completely forgot about pageants for about another years and then I saw an ad for Miss World uh America State Pageant um on Instagram I uh, I applied for it and I thought this would just be something fun to do um 
I was 26. The age limit was 26. Um, I ended up um, winning the state title and going to Miss World America. Um, and that, that, I loved it. I loved being on stage. Um, but I knew that there was so much more I still wanted to do. Um, and, you know, the last two years I've been working on myself and I miss USA, miss universe, you know, is the ultimate dream. Right. Oh, of course. Um, right. Now yeah. for our listeners that are, are hearing Miss world, they, I, they, they would probably be like, so one is, un- one goes to universe and one goes to world. So, um, you've experienced you're you're going to compete for USA that goes to universe what is the what is the competition like world like what is that is it do they have the same rules or do you have to do more you know what was that experience like yeah so miss world it's a lot more conservative than miss USA um i would say um it's it's less uh i i feel like miss USA is a bit more sexy more modeling um miss world um, they're all about beauty with their purpose. So I would say h- half the score um, was probably uh, based around our charity. We had to choose a charity uh, platform that we were advocating. And the girl who wins, um, th- the beauty with a purpose would be centered around that for her gear. Um, so half of... Which is a that- great thing. I mean, that. I mean that's yeah. totally... Uh, I mean, now what was your platform that you were promoting that year? Uh, mine was financial literacy. Um, right. So, I, I apologize to the listeners because you're like out of the loop, but we had a very long conversation. So I feel like an idiot because you already talked about this and I gave you some good ideas for this. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So financial literacy is such a great thing. So if you had that platform, you could have really done some really goodness in the world. Yeah. I mean, I so passionate about it. I really believed in it. Um, I think at the time, um, people were telling me that's not something a pageant contestant would do. You know, you should be working with children or um, giving out food to the homeless. Like that's literally um, the messages I was getting from my parents, from coaches. Um, they're like financial literacy is not going to reach the hearts of other people. But Okay. Well, that's true. Okay. Well, see, but see, I understand what they're saying. It doesn't reach it, but if you can teach someone how to fish, if you can teach someone how to make money and save money, they can go on to do anything. Exactly. This Um, this world revolves about buying and selling things. It's a very commerce world. We don't world. This isn't a world where things are, are, you know, you, you, you trade things, you know, you have to, you bet you have to have something that someone's willing to sell and give you cash for or good, you know? So like, I, I really debate that because, you know, this, these younger generations, you know, we're, you're, you're, you're in your late twenties, you know, you're 26, 28. <laughs> 20. Okay. So I'm in my late thirties and the younger kids get more and more obsessed about money every year. So I, I, I absolutely think that you are, your, your, um, your mission is actually a great like thing to be what you're focusing on to help people. Um, because again, if, if they say, well, you want to help with giving out food to homeless people, but you're not teaching people how to fish. You're just feeding them for the day. So it's literally in the Bible. It's literally, (laughs) you know, uh, if you, if you only teach, if you only show them how to eat and give them a fish, you teach them nothing, 
But if you teach them how to fish, they can eat for the rest of their lives. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I I think your, your platform is really perfect for that. Thank you. And another, you know, I, when growing up, I, I'm from an immigrant family. Um, we grew up really poor. We didn't have a lot of resources just to know about the resources that are are available for us. Um, you know, I saw my mom, she had a second job to like pay for my college. Um, because, um, you know, that's not something they planned ahead. Um, and I, working as a financial advisor on wall street for some of the wealthiest people in the world, there's so many things that it's not thought to the general public, you know, we're not taught this in school and it's just simple, easy things that people can start doing in their teens and their twenties, like shifting their mindset. Um, and it's not about the money. It's about having the freedom to go after their dreams. So that's what I wanted. We started a blog. Um, yeah, I, I, we're doing this by video to to give her a little bit more support, guys. And I was mimicking a lock. It's like unlocking, like everything she's saying is like, it, I mean, that's how I'm taking. It. Is that how you're trying? Is that what you meant by like you're you're basically giving them the key to unlock, like more opportunities, right? Yeah, giving them the power to help themselves. Um, so that's what it it meant to me. In high school, in elementary, you just were a student. You didn't do any activities at all. And then I played lacrosse. Uh, lacrosse. Okay. So, so you do have some really good team. So, you know, you've learned those skills of being on a team and all those things. Like I always wonder are pageant contestants that are the most successful. What are skills they've learned along the way that really helped you? Do you think those skills of being on a team is really going to help you? Like really be more competitive at this pageant coming up for Miss Virginia? Um, yeah, I mean, I think teamwork is a great skill for anyone to have. But, um, you know, I one thing I Miss World America is there's only going to be one winner at the end of this. And a lot of that is out of your control. You know, um, it depends on the judges. It depends on so many political things maybe that are happening behind the scenes. Um, all you can do is uh, make the most out of the experience and the girls around you are going to be the girls you're competing with. They, they're some of my closest friends to this day. Um, and you know, we've, we've done like Instagram lives together. We've supported each other's, um, blogs or businesses, um, and promoted each other's, um, platforms. Right. So that's what you're going to get out of this pageant, like a support network for life. Um, so you really have to go into this, um, being able to work in a team and getting along with everyone. Um, it's a competition, but you're not, um, you, it, it's not like you're trying to one up the other girl. Cause that's gonna not, um, result in you being your best self. Well, I mean, I always say, and most people agree, your biggest competitor when it comes to this pageant system is yourself. Yeah. So, um, and it's good that you feel like everyone is a friend and that you're building that. I know that when it comes to the next level, when you're competing for the national title or the or the world title, or they call it universe, whatever, the next level up, um, that a lot of them do build that friendship. But it's 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 very rare that I've he- I'm hearing that from a state level, and it's awesome that you feel like there's that connection because that will really help you. Um, when you never know it, because maybe there will be someone that you need to reach out to that you, there's a skill that 
your girlfriend that you need to reach out to, or maybe they marry someone that you can network with. You know, I know a, a lot of the girls that from a national level, um, they can go to any state they want because they have basic, you know, I mean, yes, they move around, but I mean, so it's just a really cool thing that you don't even think about if you build that friendship level first and really work it that way. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, do you, you like you, that aspect? Do you think that's other, one of the other things really motivating is that, that you wanted to have more friends and that it was. That's actually the original reason I competed in this pageant. You know, um, when I moved back home, I was living in New York for the last years. Um, after my world, I wasn't sure if I was ever going to compete in another pageant again. And then COVID happened. I was at home for a year and I was really lonely. And I said, let me do a pageant. You know, it'll give me something to do to improve myself and I'll make new friends because I don't know um, anyone here, um, you know, in lockdown. Um, and then somehow, you know, I thought about this a year ago. Um, over the last year, uh, it's been, hey, I, I want to you know, do my best and win this pageant. But um, the main reason and one of my favorite parts of competition is meeting all the other girls and making new friends. Because I work in, I don't um, have a lot I, of girls. I, I know, I, I'm, I'm like sitting here like really shocked because you're very outgoing. So like uh, previously, I mean, how would you find friends? See, it's harder as you get older because I find it like the way you meet friends is maybe through work, but you know, are, I guess you're working tele, telemarketing, you're working online to, or. Um, yeah. So I actually worked in investment banking, um, and private banking. So it's a very male dominated industry. Last year I've been working remotely. So you might have a lot of male friends yeah, that might want to take you out for like <laughs> social reasons, but you don't have a lot of girlfriends that you can just, just like talk about random girl stuff, right? Um, I Is that the I, fair? Is that yeah, not around too many women, you know? Um, so pageants really allowed me to kind of get back into that because I, I had a lot of girlfriends growing up, but then in college when I started studying finance and being in the finance circle and then doing investment banking, I was one of two girls um, in all my classes. <laughs> yeah, because I was doing investment banking, um, not even finance. Um, and then I remember in but my analyst, it's not just the, the group it's as you get older, that group of people on either side, either men or women get smaller. That's true. It's circle becomes smaller, right? Right. Because, because I don't know how you are when it comes to relationship, but usually that person like, well, I can't talk to this person because my, my husband would be offended. So that person I can't talk, right. Or whatever, or, or you just make decisions like, you know, that person drinks too much and I'm like not going. So there you eliminate like not intentionally, but like, you know, that's what happens. Yeah. And I mean, you I think intentionally, too, if you know, I think you you're the average of the people you surround yourself with. Right. Um, so as you evolve in life, you want to your circle grow smaller. You want people who are going to push you to be better or have the same values and mindsets. Um, so I think you, yeah, um, going back to your point, that's important. Um, and the only thing that I would stress, and I think it's very important for your own, like 
like mental, like to always challenge you is you should have at least one or two people that don't agree with you because it just helps you to understand like you don't like I'm clearly very left leaning. Like I believe in like certain things, um, national health care. Um, you know, I believe that there's certain things, but like, you know, I wouldn't necessarily not be a friend with someone who doesn't have those views. I think that's good to see what they, you know, even though I don't agree with them, you know, you know, I think it just challenges you, gives you that empathy and understanding. Like, and I think I'm sure from a, for a pageant perspective, having understanding of how the other person thinks too, because when you go to those, when you go to those public appearances, I'm sure you're going to have to deal with a lot of different different opinions and you're going to have to be able to be cordial and be able to speak. You know, that's the whole thing. They, I don't know how you feel about the interview, but like they're trying to get you like, can you talk in any situation and feel like elegant and, and I mean, is that how you feel the interview goes for you? Yeah. Um, you know, you want to be diplomatic in any, you want to state your opinion, um, but come across in a way that's sensitive to any views. Um, and I, I think that's an art um, and that's a life skill to have um, just in any social setting um, because that, you know, that uh, that's just, that's what's going to help you in your professional life. That's what's going to help you in like so your social life. So I think pageants definitely train you in that. Um and I totally agree with you that it's important to surround yourself with people who don't always agree with you, um, who challenge you to think differently. I just wanted to take one second from this great interview and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you're planning a wedding, a special event, or you just need an amazing headshot, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can just go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to the show and listen to this great interview. So why Virginia and why Miss, you would basically explain why you want to do USA. Is Virginia your, since you moved from India, is that, is this the home, would you say the home state you've always been in? No, I've moved around so much, you know, um, I first, when I came from India, I lived in Pennsylvania, I lived in California, then North Carolina, I went to college here then went to New, you know, lived so in this New is at least your college state. Um, UN North Carolina is my college state. Okay. So my parents, like, uh, so Virginia, North Carolina, even though they're two different states, they, they have very, especially in the Richmond area, depending how South you are, they have very similar, um, like ideals, you know, Southern, um, Richmond is very conservative. So North Carolina is definitely conservative. So, uh, you know, I would consider that very much in line. So I can... But right now you're you're currently living in Virginia, so you're eligible to do Virginia, right? Exactly. So if you if you had going back and forth, is this the one you feel most in line when it comes to being the 
the system that you think you could win based on all the things you've learned? Because you said you've gone California and California is like a wild race because there's literally like a, a thousand people or, or some crazy number that, that get compete for, for Miss California. Um, and Virginia, and he, Virginia has a lot of people, right? Cause Virginia has like 50 people, something crazy like that. Right. This, yeah, I think this year they have a lot of girls, uh, and I would time too. Yeah. yeah. I would assume there's also a lot of pent up demand. Do you think there's more people this year because there was basically a year off? Yeah. I actually went to orientation and stuff and they said they have more years, more people competing than ever. Um, and a lot more first time girls competing than ever. Um, so would you feel that if you at least place in the top 15 or top 10 or top, let's say at least 15, cause that means that they, they want to see you a second time. Do you feel that this is the hardest, like competition wise, based on all these people that you have achieved something. And then if you do win Virginia, that like you've just proved that like, no matter if you don't win Miss USA, you beat the hardest Virginia class in probably what, 50 years. I, I, I can't imagine another class being more pent up because like we talked about, it's basically two groups of girls right back to back. Yeah. To be quite honest with you, I'm not even thinking about that. Um, I'm just trying to focus on myself. I, I actually don't even look at the other girl's Instagram. I don't want to. Um, sometimes it comes across because I see them looking at every story I post and every, you know, and so I follow them. Well, they notice you. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe, they, maybe that's got out of your. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? They can stalk me all they want. Uh, <laughs> Just give me those likes. Give me those likes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if I see something pop up in my feed, I will like like it. You know, right. say something if I feel compelled to. But it sounds um, like you're not psyched out by them. No, I, I don't even look at them. I um, guess my I guess my roundabout question when I was trying to say is: Would you feel that you've achieved way more by winning in a year that's so much more competitive than a typical year where you just have the typical normal amount of girls um because it doesn't seem it doesn't even it's not it, it doesn't even phase you like i'm looking at your face and you're like mm, mm, okay yeah i mean i'll be honest you know um it definitely makes me try harder no i'm human um I, I'm, you know, I, I, I can see the reality of the situation that it's going to be tougher this year than many years prior. But just um, because it's tougher doesn't mean it's not winnable. Exactly. Um, I'm just I saying mean, that like, to me, if I was the person, I would be like, yeah, I just spanked the best group of girls, uh, guys in the entire Virginia history. And I am sitting on top. That would be like, like. I, I guess I'm, I'm trying to say, do you feel more, do you feel more motivated that it is the, the best talented group of, of ladies that, cause that's how I'm, I'm trying to say is that I get jazzed up when there's the best, like I look at Delaware and I know for a fact, looking at the field, they have so many repeating teen Delaware winners that like Delaware is stacked. Like whoever wins, oh, yeah. Del it's going to be like, she's going to be the super, super Delaware winner. Yeah. And Virginia, we, they have, you know, previous first runner up, second runner ups from previous coming girls who competed multiple. They know the stage, they know what the directors are looking for. They've gotten close with the directors, all that. Um, I'm not trying to think about that though. Cause yeah. 
uh, I'm sorry, I had my mic off. And I'm not trying to psych you out either. I'm just like, um, it's just, no, I, I would think it would be such a, it would be such an, like, I'm like, I'm so jazzed for it. Like, it's just how, like, like, um, I, like if when you go to the horse race, okay, watching the horse win is great, but when you have something to bet on the line, it's so much like, oh, please win, win. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? I, I, it does. It it does. It has powered me to st try to step my game up. Um, well, now let's so break up how. We, so you feel right now that you're you're really looking for as many opportunities to really break down your game. So you've reached out to multiple people. So that just shows um, that you're really stepping that up. So, um, and uh, am I correct? Like you've reached out multiple multiple people just to get the edge and understanding what you need to do um, because it's not out of this world to come out of nowhere and only do one pageant and literally win it all. It had the girl heaven won zero pageants. Her first pageant, she won Miss teen USA, Maryland. So I watched that interview. Great interview. <laughs> right. So it, it's not out of, it's not crazy at all. No, um, Olivia Culpo won her first state national and um, went on to win Miss Universe. And yeah, obviously, has an acting background that helps her, you know, be confident on stage. But she but played sports, so like, there. I'm, that's what I'm trying to say is like, the, there's someone that's looking up to you right now. It's hard for everyone because you're in this like you're in this competition mode. But there is someone that is 13, 14 that's looking up to you now. They see you. And they say, oh, I'm of Indian descent and, and they want to do a pageant. And because we had talked offline about this, um, I haven't had the opportunity to look this up, but I hope you had, you would be the first Miss Virginia, uh, that has of Indian descent, right? Um, there have been teen Virginia USA girls, but not Miss, right? Not Ms., so no. this would be a total glass breaking, like top of the mountain, top of Mount Everest kind of stand. That's my message and platform really for going into this you know i i want other girls to look like i can do it too um you know i don't have to be a six foot or five foot eight blonde white and any of that you know you could look however you want you could you're given what genes you're given when you're born but if you put your best self forward you can do miss usa competition and you should because it gives you so much confidence and um, so many life skills and, um, you have a chance at winning personally, in my opinion, and it's my opinion, you are at the right age and you're in the, you are coming to age and blooming at the perfect time because this organization represents all of the positive things. They want to have multicultural. They've had more black winners for Miss USA than they've had in the last 20 years. In the last couple of years, they have more people of multicultural, so you're like in that perfect wave of like, let's give every single person and not just make it a white pageant. Yeah. And that's and great for you. Like you, that representation too. Um, Cause I think the closest an Indian girl has won Miss USA. She was first runner up um, at New Jersey a couple of years ago. Um, but there haven't been any winners. Um, and Miss America had, uh, which is shocking because yeah. hasn't, and, uh, India won Miss universe. I thought India won. India's won Miss universe, Miss world. Back so to it's back. just, it's just USA, which is the, like a weird, like, 
like yeah. trivia constant. You would think that someone would have won USA, right? Because they always consider America to be the melting pot. And like, you know, they always claim that America is so welcome to India. And they always say how Indian Americans are so intelligent when it comes to math and science. And they are really, you know, there's so many great programmers. So you would, uh, you would have thought there would have been at least one, right? So that's, that's so shocking, yeah. right? And India, Indian girls, they're such a big, because, you know, one argument is there's not as many Indian girls competing, but that's not true. Every competition, when I did Miss World America, there were six Indian girls for state title holders. Um, and there were only 40 states. Um, so when even. Okay, when you're the math person. So is that 10%? Um, that's more than 10%. Okay. So that's <laughs> more than four, right? Yeah, right, right, right. So that's good, yeah. right? Yeah. I um, mean, that's just shows that there is a large Indian population in America and it's growing yeah. very much. Yeah. There's a huge Indian population, um, everywhere, a lot in America and, but especially in America, because I think that a lot of Indian Americans, realize how much there's opportunities for them to come here and now yeah. in india specifically they have dual citizenship with united kingdom or no or is they or is that or is that the, like the generation before the the generation before because united kingdom gave up india in the 50s right so it would probably be your grandparents that would probably have dual um, you know, I don't think my, well, my grandma was eight years old when India got independence. She doesn't remember too much. Right. Uh, so but, she would probably be the only one that would be, that generation would be the one that would be eligible, right? Because your parents, right? And my parents definitely don't. Okay. Um, yeah. I need to talk to my grandparents more there in India and hear more of these stories. But No, uh, no, no. Because I was actually, I watched this whole, um, it was called Borders and they were talking about how um, they were trying to do the decide where the border between India and Pakistan is that is that the yeah the northern border and there's still a dispute to this day right yeah um there's this yeah uh, there's this beautiful place Kashmir and now it's totally destroyed by war because India and Pakistan are, are fighting arguing over back and forth through so. the border properly yeah. so um so my point <laughs> I was just saying that it would it would I guess so if that if you don't have dual citizenship, then um, there's still a really good friendship between America and the United Kingdom. So coming to um, the West is got to be easier in India than it is in in any Eastern country, I would assume. And yeah, I mean, uh, English is the main language because there's so many languages in India. So everyone's thought English in school as they're growing up. So in that sense, yes. Well, um, also, I mean the the British ran you guys for a hundred years as yeah. a, as, as a, um, an invasion. I forget what exactly you were. It doesn't matter. I mean, when someone invades your country, you have to learn their language. I mean, that's kind of so, True. um, but yeah, I, but I just from like, sometimes you guys are welcomed as a country. Like you guys are very open. So it makes it easier to do that transition too. So yeah yeah definitely so um it's great to see more representation in the pageant industry embracing that in western countries um, you know uh miss universe australia this year who are we going to see when we watch miss universe in a few minutes 
hours or a few hours, but um, she is of Indian descent um, and she's five foot three inches, just like me. Um, so she's breaking a lot of beauty barriers right now and getting a lot of buzz around that. Now, I, I debate you on this because first of all, I, I don't think you, you, to me, I'm getting the, the vibe that like height is a real issue for you for the pageant. I, I, I 100% agree with you that height is an issue when it comes to the runway and they're doing like a clothing demonstration. But I think that if you know how to walk and you've got beautiful, you know, you have to have Chinese laundry shoes on. Okay. And you can get the extra, right. If you work in it, girl, and you've got what they call the magic or the mojo or whatever, and you can show people that you look fabulous. I don't really think, I mean, maybe I'm just being biased and I just see the real no. beauty in the person as a photographer. But I mean, I'm, I'm getting this vibe that like you feel like height is going to be a disadvantage for you. And I, I'm encouraging you not to feel that way because I really don't think people look at that. I think they think, is she going to fall on stage? Is she not? Does she feel empowered? Like she can go into a room and everyone looks at her and everyone goes, wow. Like I, I totally appreciate you saying that. And I think I bring that up, um, even though I worked through that, um, because another reason that helped me from doing pageants, I just thought I'm ever going to win. Even if I enter, um, I, I thought it was an unspoken rule, even though there's no height requirement, but it's not, um, you know, I think the reason a lot of girls who are under like five, six win is because they go in being the way I did, um, that they have no chance, right? Um, that's why they don't win. They hurt themselves before they even get Well, up. we were talking offline. Maybe this would be a good um, YouTube, not YouTube, like uh, IG or, or, or um, TikTok to be like, you know, this is my height and I'm going to walk like I'm eight feet tall. Like, and I'm going to walk, you know, I love like just as like a skit, because you know how, um, you know, it's good just for good PR. And then that could be a good like video because everyone's looking for like a, a nice dance craze. But that could be like, like, I, you know, I'm only XX, X, you know, but like, I'm going to walk like I'm 10 feet tall, boom, 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 you know? Yeah. And I want other girls back to what I was saying to see and be like, that shouldn't be a limitation myself. Right. To a beauty pageant. So, um, Great idea. when, <laughs> thank you. So when is this pageant coming up that everyone should tune in? It's, um, so Miss Virginia USA is July 16th and so 17th. July. Yeah. Mid July. Okay. So, uh, plenty of time to really like, Home your crap. Yeah. Yeah. Two months is a lot, you know, you know, like sometimes people are like two months, but like you can do a lot in two months, you know, totally. you know, you, you could make, you could be a billionaire in two months, depending on what you like. Crypto investing. <laughs> right. Exactly. It, it's amazing. Like if you, if you, there's amazing what you can do in two months, in two uh, yeah. months, you can lose 30 pounds. Like you can do a lot. You can change. Yeah. Your body every 28 days, um, generates new cells, right? So you can totally look like a different person, improve yourself, change your body, change your mind, um, your walk, public speaking, everything. So yeah, that's my goal. I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week. 
Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or you're doing commercial, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to this great interview. What are some things that you really have caught up, um, caught in your journey the last two years on this being your third pageant, right? You've done three in the last, uh, last two years. What, what have you learned that is really good? And is there any people that you are just really helping you along this journey that are good people that you should definitely thank? Yeah. Um, okay. To answer your first question, um, there's so many things I've learned, um, um, it's, it's, I think the most important thing is, you know, I think 90% of what stops you from achieving your goals is it's, it's your mental, um, it's your own limiting self-beliefs. Um, and I really encourage everyone, whether they do a pageant or not to take time out to work through that. Um, cause that's the key to, um, you know, going close, getting closer to your dreams or whatever your goals are. Um, and doing a pageant for me is a way for me to, uh, to work through that, um, and showcase, um, how much I've progressed. And I think when you're able to be your, you know, best self and be your most authentic self, and you worked on that, that's when you're able to show up and inspire others to do the same, um, and help more people and, um, I think that's the most important thing and the reason why um, I decided to enter another pageant. Um, I mean, to be honest, you're giving me the vibe that like you want to be a pageant coach or because you already do financing coaching. Like I could see you wanting to coach Indian Americans because I, I feel like you have like a drive that you want an Indian to win. If it's not yourself, you want, you know. I, I just, I'm getting this vibe. Am I wrong? Like, it doesn't have to be Virginia. It could be California. It could be New York. It could be Ohio. Like, it could. I, yeah, exactly. I would have entered anywhere. But um, I, I, it's so funny you say that. I, I, I don't know if, like, I would ever do pageant coaching, but I love giving advice to other young women, right? I have my little cousin who's in college recently, and um, she wants to do a pageant. She's the she's such a tomboy um pageant never crossed her and she, she but tomboys are just perfect diamonds that just need to be shined up okay a nice chamois and a nice soap and like because tomboys behind that that hat and the her hair in a bun is usually a diamond okay almost always a diamond almost yeah. always a diamond so yeah um, it's, it's really about putting yourself out of your comfort zone. Um, and that's what she's trying to do. And she looks at me and she's seen how much I've changed. Even my coworkers, they're like, wow, I've seen you change so much with everything I've shared on Instagram, um, from the last time they saw me in the office, right? A year ago. Um, so you had mentioned that one of the key things that you didn't mention, but I, I, I want you to acknowledge and tell the audience is that you're in you're in a you're in you're working a job where everyone else is much older so and you're doing a sales job because you're representing so you're a hell of a salesperson right i mean i'm i'm gonna fully i'm gonna i'm gonna vouch for you for that and i'm, I'm gonna pray 
So your closing job is, is really great. So to me, that's the more impressive thing because I worked in sales for three years at Bally's Total Fitness and to be a good salesperson and to close the person, it's a difference between getting the person in front of you. That's hard, but you're closing the deal. And you're getting them because they wouldn't keep you on salary at a young age and they wouldn't give you those opportunities if you weren't closing deals. Um, yeah, actually, you know, I didn't get as many opportunities in the in the company and the role I was at um, to do a lot of the sales. You know, um, I was given the work that everyone else didn't want, but that's, you know, because I was starting out my first couple years of my career. But then um, I, I realized after doing this world uh, two years ago and going through all the coaching and self-work, I was able to bring that to my career and be more confident when speaking with other people because um, it's all about, you know, listening to others and, um, seeing how you can help them. Right. Um, it, and that's what I do in, with their finances. Um, it, it helped me so much and it helped me get more recognition in my industry. Um, so pageants really have been more instrumental to my career than if I was just doing the same thing, you know, every day and not challenging myself beyond what I was comfortable with. So I thought that was, so, but so overall it really has in, in, it's really impacted your day-to-day -day life then. It's impacted my career trajectory. Right. Because before that, you were just going to be a helper bee, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. But no, it sounds but like you're going to be the one running the show. On You're on this path of having, you know, your own staff and you're, you know, you're, you're on a different, you're on a higher projective now than, because you have this confidence and you understand how to, to do your job more. Yeah, and I found my voice and um, confidence and my knowledge and to help others, right? My confidence and my ability to help others. Um, and that's what it's about. Um, I mean, especially in, in financing, you know, because a lot of those people come and they're lost. So um, it's really important that you help them because I, I'm assuming a lot of them are in their 30s or 40s and they want to get to retirement or they want to leave money to their to their kids. So, yeah. Um, and you really get to know their lives and, um, coach them through that. So it, that's my favorite part of my job, getting to know about other people's lives and seeing, you know, um, ways to help them that they didn't know, um, how, you know, give them the resources to do that. Um, and that's what I want to do for other girls through. Um, so yeah. well, that's why I was, that's why I was saying like, I'm, I'm, I've just gotten this vibe. Like you, you're going to be involved, um, either way. And I just have this five that you want to help promote Indian Americans too, because I, I, I just get this five that you're very passionate about having an Indian American reach this, this point. So Personally, yeah, cause I'm an Indian American, but any ethnicity, um, um, you know, who might not be represented right. or any minority, any, in any way, you know, um, this year in Miss Virginia, USA, there's a girl who, um, you know, she, she got into a really bad accident and can't walk. And, um, she, you know, she, she won Miss Wheelchair America and she has such an inspirational story. Wow. So they actually have a passion for that. Like that's that. incredible. That's awesome. Yeah. But now she's I, I need to look that up. I'm going to definitely look that up. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so at the end of the day, it's about, um, you know, who can inspire other. Absolutely. I mean, go for her. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a shame that at the end of the day, they won't give her a shot to win, which is horrible. Um, but it's really great that she's going to compete. Um, I know that in Miss Maryland a couple years ago, there's a young lady who was 
in uh, kidney dialysis and she really couldn't be on stage. Like they, she was on stage for just a little bit and uh, just for her to be on stage and to, you know, do half of the competition was a really big thing for her. So, I mean, that those things really do make a huge difference because I think that makes that spirit of that person live longer. So, and other girls who are going through that, um, the, that yeah. girl to look. I mean, I don't know what, how you feel, but like, I would love to change the perspective that beauty is not necessarily this and it could be this or that like i don't want uh i see i'm talking to her and i'm showing images to our listeners i'm saying like it it's not just a circle it's like it's a square it's a triangle it's you know it it doesn't have to be this one thing like i would love for the young lady who's competing in a wheelchair to win but i know how the audience is like they they won't even give her a chance and that's sad you know, yeah. so for her to just be at the competition is such a huge run. But maybe this is the start. Like maybe we need to have one, then we need to have two, and then we have three. Then it's like, okay, well now we have to pay attention to you. Yeah, and it's all about you know the story she's going up because she's going to reach a lot of girls. Whether she's absolutely, that's what I'm saying. You're going to yep. reach a lot of Indian Americans just because you're competing. Exactly. Um, so I'm happy to have this. I'm very grateful to have this opportunity um, to compete. And well, that's have- that's pretty evident. I mean, you're very much uh, proving that, like, you're not taking this for granted. And it's pretty much apparent that, like, this is your last year. So you're putting full effort into, you know, I mean, you're one- putting all of your ducks. You're put- as I uh, as I was joking to you the other night. Uh, blanket we're going to put all the chips on the table <laughs> yeah so like yeah so it's a famous line if you ever um if you ever seen the behind the scenes one of the guys that were running uh, inside edition he got upset with the the camera crew so he just said blanket we're going to just do it live so just like it's all in you know it's all in, it's all in. so i love that part when um uh, at um blackjack of the world or, or a poker or poker where they just say all in they push all the chips it's like one of the best scenes you know you know i'm like okay i've got i've got the hand it's gonna win we're gonna just push it all in so i mean i mean it's very gutsy because that's what you're doing like this is like go for broke right yeah um you know it, it doesn't make sense to a lot of people um but but it's your last year so might as well right exactly why hold back like buy buy the best dress you know get as much advice as possible. You know, you're at an age where you're more than confident to uh, cipher out the people that are giving you too much advice or ciphering people that are giving you like good advice, but not the best for your situation. Like it's, you know, it'd be a little bit different if you're younger, but you, you, you have enough opportunity to understand what's best for you. Yeah. I think, you know, yourself the best. Um, right. And when you're, question that but as you get old i mean even now i struggle with that but then i can take a step back and be like no that's i know who i am right let me get back on track in all sincerity no one is intentionally trying to lead you down the right thing they're just trying to give you advice that perhaps worked for one person but it doesn't necessarily mean it works for everyone totally yeah um and you know yourself what works for you the most um you know sometimes 
you you need to just put in that work. <laughs> so overall, um, after you win, um, do you have anything that you really want to focus on? Do you have now that we're coming out of COVID? Are you looking forward to um, really? Do you have like a campaign that you want to put together for this financial um, literacy that you want to really promote? Like, what what's your thought behind that? Yeah, I actually wrote a book um, during uh, COVID um, on ways to help people save money that they typical financial advice out there doesn't talk about. Now, I Um, think we talked about this, but if we didn't, I because I have so much going on my head. Um, it's like a, it's more like a cartoon book, right? It's more, or yeah, right. It's and, very cool, pretty. And so that's, I, I think that's a great way because you, yeah. because money can be dry, but like I'm motivated by money. So like when we're talking about this, I can get up to, but some people think it's a little dry. So having little cartoons and entertaining, right, right. You make it a little entertaining and then it ca- captures everyone. You know, you get the people yeah. that love money and then you get the people that are like, it's just financial. Oh, colorful people. Yay. Yeah. Animals, you know? <laughs> I think, yeah. I try to make it something there where it would take people less than 10 minutes to read through it. They don't have to think about it. And it's just like, oh my God, it will take me five minutes. She already wrote this email for me. She already told me like this phone call to make, um, to, you know, lower my utility bill or, you know, to lower my rent. I didn't right. even think that um and i don't have to go type that email up she already has a format and i can just you know take a minute to tailor pdfs it to are incredible pdfs are incredible so yeah so are it's you, a PDF. now are you um are you thinking about having an ebook too so that you can have it download or are you going to print out some books as well what's your thought on that right now it's a free ebook um oh, so you already you know, have it as an ebook you have as a as a pub as a, a pub download yeah, so oh, um, I'm, I'm actually gonna post it on my Instagram again. Um, to yeah, you should it. absolutely. So you yeah. have it as an EPUB, so it's in that yeah, format. So newsletter, and it'll just send straight to their inbox. Oh, that's um, awesome! And people's newsletters or anything. So EPUB is really good because it it's it's uh, Amazon's format, but it goes right into iPhones really easily. So yeah, you can read it on your phone. I yeah, made sure it looks good on there and everything. Yeah. Well, that's uh, phenomenal. Yeah. So I would so back to your question. I would love to write more books. I'm actually um, starting a TikTok because that's where honestly a lot of education. There's lots of traffic, really is. Yeah, um, and it's it it captures people's attention, um, and that's where Gen Z and everyone you know the younger generation are, and they're more interested in finance and investing than our generation were. Um, so I think that's great to see. And, um, there's a lot of like garbage out there, but I hope I can be one of the voices that actually, you know, educates and provides good content. Um, uh, I mean, if I had Venmo on my phone, if I had a phone, (laughs) if I had a phone (laughs) when I graduated high school, high school in 2000 and I had Venmo, yeah, I'd be a little bit more, um, literacy, uh, uh, knowledge in my when I was graduating high school at 18 um, right so I mean I'm so old that I remember when fast food joints you had to pay by cash only and it was such a it was such an exciting thing like oh I have a bank card and I can use I can use it to pay for fast food at at fa-. it was such a like it was such <laughs> like a groundbreak you mean I can actually use a credit card at a fast food joint yes <laughs> <laughs> I'm 10 years or almost 10 years younger. So yeah, it's great. Finance has changed a lot. Um, oh, absolutely. Finance. I don't yeah. think that 
I don't think that myself at 18 would have understood how easy it is to move money now than 21 years ago because 21 years ago you had to have a check or you had to fizzle cash. Now you can literally move funds virtually. Like that's not. It it takes seconds sometimes if you're now a lot of places are accepting cryptocurrency. Right. Um, And that literally takes seconds. Uh, It's interesting to see where it's going to go in the future. Um, Well, I, I'm really jazzed for you and I I hope you the best for, for Miss Virginia. And I, I really hope that you win just so you can, I'd love to see more books. It sounds like you're really passionate. It sounds like it would be a great, like, do you think that, uh, do you want to write books and, and be an author either way and is that something you want to pursue because it sounds like that'd be a great idea either way i think i'd like to put my best ideas into a book but you know i'd want to start like a youtube channel or a podcast from you so i need to get tips from you okay Um, pageant's over and i have more time yeah yeah yeah. i mean by the time by the time pageant's over you can come in and as miss virginia we can do it we can do it in person and (laughs) i'll show you my equipment I literally have one machine that does everything. It's got a Rodecaster Pro podcaster, and it literally records. It 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 uh, saves it to a, a memory card. So in the old days when you had five machines to do all this stuff, it's all one, and I just press a button. So like it's it's much much easier. So you make you make me sound like I'm so like super fancy. I'm just pushing a. I just bought a really expensive equipment. <laughs> I push a button. It, it works. See? <laughs> the sim- you know what? Whatever makes it the most simplest and efficient is the best. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, literally, this device is like a full studio. Like in the 70s, you'd have like a, a mixer in the back and a tape. And literally, it's just one It's just one little, one little thing. So it's pretty incredible. Yeah. So I'm really excited for you. I... I hope you're really excited. I, I I know you are. I can see how much you're like jumping up and down and can't wait for this competition. So, um, and I encourage everyone, if you haven't listened to our watch along episode, we're actually recording it on the same day, as I mentioned, beginning of the episode as Miss Universe. So we're going to do a recorded, we're going to do it live on Clubhouse, but we're, I'm going to tape it and I'm going to put it on my YouTube channel. And uh, it'll be one of the episodes. So I encourage everybody to just be either be a part of the clubhouse live or uh, to listen to the tape. And I hope everyone really enjoyed this interview. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it was a pleasure. Lika, thank you so much for coming on the show. It was absolutely amazing. And I want to also thank you for being my co-host for the Miss Universe Watch Along episode. And uh, I appreciate all your hard work. And I think my audience will absolutely love this episode. And I really hope that everyone enjoyed it. And I hope you guys go out and follow her and support her as she competes for Miss Virginia USA 2021. As always, I want to... Thank all of you guys for liking, subscribing, also supporting my movie review show with my co-host, Ivan Carlos, as we talk about movies and just have a great time. So no matter if you're thinking about our podcast or our movie review show called The Movie Breakdown, we appreciate you. And as always, please stay tuned.